0: Headed for a showdown, maybe right, the United States and China. In today's New York Post, you can read, it was no mistake, Chinese balloons hinting to an attack. And there's nobody better. I say it every time. It's deserved when it comes to these conversations, whether it's Asia, Russia, anywhere around the world, and their relations with the United States Then my dear friend Gordon Chang, follow Gordon on Twitter. He's a great follow, Gordon G. Chang. Gordon G. Chang making his way back to and friends in the morning, my friend Gordon. Good morning, Gordon. How are you, pal?
1: I'm fine, Sid, and thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you for coming back. So I read your column in today's New York Post. It's great, and that seems to be what people are saying is that there is going to be an attack. China will attack Taiwan, maybe Japan, but certainly Taiwan And they're trying to gather as much information as possible about us here because, as they know, because Biden keeps saying it, the dummy, if they do attack Taiwan, we're going to defend Taiwan. So they want to know how much firepower does the United States really have? That seems to be the sentiment of why balloons are popping up all over the country. You agree?
1: I certainly agree. The balloon that entered American airspace on January 28th sailed over some of the most sensitive sites in the U.S. They're related to our nuclear deterrent. Um, you know, there's a Washington Post story that says that the military tracked this balloon from the get go, from when it took off on Hainan Island. And that shows that the, the, we have great capabilities. But we don't have great Pentagon leadership because we allowed this balloon to fly over um, Maelstrom, F.E. Warren, Minot, Offit, and Whiteman Air Force bases. And those um, we just don't want the Chinese knowing about.
0: You can also say, though, in your column, which I found very, very interesting, that there's a possibility, I don't believe it, But it's certainly worth discussing that Xi and these other Chinese leaders don't even know about this. This is basically the Chinese military sticking up their middle finger to the rest of the world. What are the odds that that may be the case?
1: That's not the most probable option, but it's also uh, a substantial one that we've got to be concerned about. Matter of fact, um, CNN reported that the Biden administration believes that is, in fact, what happened, that Xi Jinping did not know about this balloon flight.
0: If CNN reported it, then you know that's not the case.
1: (laughs) Okay, you got me, Sid, you got me.
0: Now, I don't know. Who knows? But you know, the one we discussed at the start of this conversation seems to be the one that's more likely. And if that is the case, now, four balloons, Gordon, popping up almost every day, with shooting these things down. If that is the case, the attack that you've been talking about for a while now, to your credit, may be more imminent than you even thought.
1: Yes. Um, because of the surveilling of our nuclear deterrent. Um, and also the most important thing is the boldness of this Chinese action to think that they could fly this huge craft over the U.S., over our sensitive sites, and that we wouldn't do anything about it. And that shows the mentality. Whether you know, There's a mentality in the Chinese military right now, and certainly Xi Jinping, who believes that the United States is finished, that they don't have to worry about us. And that means deterrence is broken down. This is something that the Chinese told us at that infamous meeting in Anchorage in March of 2021. They certainly repeated it after the catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan. This is baked into the Chinese political system that they are now capable of doing um, their historic goals as they see them, mm-hmm. which means invading all their neighbors. Wow.
0: Gordon Chang, you know, my wife is about to run the marathon in Tokyo. She leaves on February 27th, two weeks from yesterday, her 36th marathon and the sixth and final one to get the Abbott Award. And she was telling me last week, she goes, wow, should I be nervous about the Chinese? I said, nah, if they're going to attack anybody. It's going to be Taiwan, not Japan. But as it turns out, reading your column this morning, her anxiety, her fear... May not be all that off.
1: Yeah. um, A number of people say, and I think it's actually, and I actually subscribe to this, that uh, if there's going to be a problem, it probably will be with Japan, not with Taiwan, for a number of reasons. I mean, the Chinese people believe that the people on Taiwan are Chinese. Now, the people in Taiwan don't, they think they're Taiwanese. But there is a belief among ordinary Chinese that, and it's in this phrase quote, Chinese shouldn't kill Chinese. Chinese people don't think that about the Japanese, though. Now, I think your wife should go to Tokyo, run her marathon, not worry about it. But long term, I worry more about China on Japan rather than China on Taiwan or China on the Philippines or whatever, Um, because there's just the historical animosity that the Communist Party has really um, reinforced with unrelenting propaganda.
0: Is there a... I guess, uh, a rivalry, if you will, that equates to North and South Korea between China and Japan?
1: Um, Well, uh, the South Koreans, as Koreans, um, you know, generally view Japan with more distrust than they do with the North Koreans. That's especially from the leftist progressives in South Korea. Fortunately, we have a conservative president in South Korea right now. He realizes that the threat is China and North Korea, not Japan. And I think that most Koreans, at least when you get them in a private room and they're not before a microphone, will tell you, yeah, um, you can't def- we can't defend South Korea unless Japan cooperates. And I think South Koreans know that. But there is that historical animosity that goes back to the time when Japan obliterated the Korean nation. That's the turn of the 19th into the 20th century. So, yes, that was a very brutal occupation.
0: You know, all this talk about how the United States needs to really fight back with China. And then I see a story this morning on Fox Business, Gordon, that some Chinese billionaire just bought up like like acres and acres, I think $130 billion worth. Of acreage in the state of texas doesn't sound to me like here in the united states we're doing much if a chinese billionaire can buy up all this acreage in texas what kind of message does that send
1: Yeah, it doesn't send a good one and um i don't know if that story you read was the one about the former chinese military officer who bought acreage near laughlin air force base in southern texas where that's the main air force training base Um, But clearly, we have allowed the Chinese to buy up critical uh, ag and ranch land, and we should not allow that at all. Uh, And we should be getting the Chinese off our ag and and ranch land because there have been too many suspicious activities that the Chinese have done. In Oklahoma, Chinese gangs have taken over um, a large part of it, and um, there's been gangland murders. There's been um, child trafficking, according to some. Uh, and clearly, a lot of illegal marijuana grows. And, you know, as they say in Oklahoma, um, yeah, the Chinese are building fences on their property. Well, everybody in Oklahoma builds a fence, but people in Oklahoma build a fence to keep people out. The Chinese in Oklahoma, when they build fences, are building them to keep people in. Wow. Oh, my God.
0: Here's a story to piggyback on the um the billionaire buying land in Texas. My co-host today, Jennifer Harrison sent me this FBI director, very concerned by Chinese. You ready for this police stations here in the U S Chinese police stations. There's one in New York city that spies on dissenters and it's run by a shady charity on the IRS blacklist Chinese police stations. What?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a real what, um, This is bipartisan failure. Uh, The Chinese thought they could open up police stations around the world because countries, including the U.S., did nothing or virtually nothing about Chinese consular officials and Ministry of State security agents violating their sovereignties. We allowed that to happen in our country. So, of course, the Chinese said, well, you know, the the Americans aren't doing anything about our clear violations of their sovereignty. Why don't we just open up a formal location? And so, really, that has been um, the big story. It's about us, because this is our country. We don't have to permit this. Our leaders have done that. The American people should be outraged at the Chinese, but we should be more angry at the presidents who allowed this to occur.
0: Let's grade on the way out Gordon Chang, the president, Blinken the uh, State Department, all these folks, on how they handled these balloons so far. Something tells me we're not done shooting down balloons, but how have they handled the White House, Washington, D.C., this situation so far?
1: Well, on the first balloon, um, the military gets about a, a D for allowing it to happen, Biden gets uh, a D for what he did afterwards, which was to tell the Chinese that uh, the incursion was no big deal. And so, therefore, what he did was he gave them a big green light to do it again. On these other three objects that were shot down, we really don't know what's going on, but the administration is trying to downplay them. We heard that from John Kirby yesterday saying he didn't think they were from China. But, you know, the explanations he gave really weren't that good. I'm not saying they're from China. But I would like to see a more robust attitude on the part of Kirby because nobody has claimed these three objects that were shot down, which me to me suggests they were not commercial, they were not from another nation, um, they had obviously a bad intention. We need to know more about it, and we need an administration that will start defending us instead of start de- instead of defending the Chinese and perhaps the Russians.
0: Folks, you need to read this column today in the New York Post. It's great. It was no mistake. Chinese balloons hinting to an attack, whether it's Taiwan, Japan, here, who knows? A brilliant column written by a brilliant man, my dear friend Gordon Chang. Follow Gordon Chang on Twitter, Gordon G. Chang. As always, Gordon, fascinating, great conversation. You're the best. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Sid. I appreciate it.
0: Me too. There he is, our friend Gordon Chang, and scary. I was watching you, Jennifer, during the conversation. You looked looked almost shell-shocked, nervous.
1: It's just every day is something different with this administration. You never know what's going to happen. And they planned this all at the Olympics that we should have boycotted.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. We should have done that too. An accident. Trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law Today, 800 560 214 for a free consultation